Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. Yesterday I shared with you the meaning of a parable, which is a short narrative illustrating some aspect of truth. Jesus used many parables throughout his earthly ministry. I also shared with you the design of parables which are meant to fulfill prophecy, illustrate a point, conceal truth from the unbelieving, teach a spiritual truth, and to bring conviction. Jesus shared many parables on many subjects. And today, I want to share a parable with you, or uh, several parables concerning God's love for you in Christ Jesus. The first parable is the parable of the hidden treasure found in Matthew thirteen forty four. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. This parable is found in one gospel only, and it is here in Matthew. This parable suggests that the man is the Lord Jesus himself. The treasure represents a godly remnant of believing Jews such as existed during the earthly ministry of Jesus and will exist again after the church is raptured. In Psalm 135.4, Israel is called God's peculiar treasure. The fact that the believing Jews are dispersed throughout the world and really are unknown to any but God causes these believing Jews to be the hidden treasure. It can refer also to Christians all over the world who are hidden because of persecution, but will be brought out of hiding when Jesus Christ returns and brings deliverance to all believers. This parable is sometimes applied as well to a sinner, uh, giving up all in order to find Christ, who is the greatest treasure of all. In fact, in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, it says we have this treasure, speaking of Christ, in earthen vessels, speaking of us, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. What a treasure Christ is to us. He is the man of the field. He owns everything, including those who belong to him, those who have accepted and confessed him. And they become his precious treasure as well as God's great love reaches all believers seen and unseen. The parable of the pearl of great price is found in Matthew 13, 45 and 46. This parable is only found in this gospel as well as the parable of the hidden treasure. The parable reads, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he has found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. In the parable of the hidden treasure, the kingdom is compared to the treasure itself. 
Here in this parable, the kingdom is not likened to the pearl, but to the merchant. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking pearls. The emphasis in this parable is on the Lord himself and the tremendous price he paid to woo and win his bride, the church. For you see, just as a pearl is formed inside an oyster through suffering caused by irritation, so the church was brought into being and formed through the piercing and the wounding of the body of Jesus Christ. The pearl of great price is the church. For at Calvary, Jesus sold all he had to buy you and me who make up his church. God's love demonstrated in the merchant giving all for the pearl of great price, you and I, beloved. Thirdly, the parable of the lost sheep is found in Luke chapter 15, verses 4 through 7. This parable is also found in Matthew chapter 18. But in Luke, it reads, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that, um, that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. When Jesus came, he came for the lost. He seemed to attract the despised tax collector and the people who were known to be outwardly sinners. Jesus reproved their sin and many acknowledged that he was right. Many in true repentance acknowledged him as Lord. When Jesus found people willing to acknowledge their sin, he bestowed blessing, forgiveness, and spiritual help. But on the other hand, the Pharisees and the scribes the religious sect, self-righteous people, resented the fact that Jesus kept company with the sinner. The Pharisees and the scribes did not show grace to the out-and-out sinner. They were not part of their social circle. They hurled charges and insults at Jesus for the company he kept, saying, In fact, of Jesus, this man receives sinners and eats with them. Is this not why Christ came? How blinded we are by religious errors and self-righteousness. It was in answer to their charge that Jesus tells the parable of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. These stories were aimed directly at the scribes and the Pharisees who were never broken before God to admit their lost condition. The point of these three parables, the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son, is that God receives real joy and satisfaction when he sees sinners repenting. But he obtains no satisfaction from self-righteous hypocrites who are too proud to admit their wretched condition. In this parable of the lost sheep, the great Bible commentator William MacDonald says that 
the Lord Jesus is pictured as the shepherd. And the 99 sheep represent the scribes and the Pharisees. The lost sheep symbolizes a tax collector or an acknowledged or a sinner that has acknowledged his sin. When the shepherd realizes that one of his sheep is lost, he leaves the 99 in the wilderness, not in the fold, and he goes out after it until he finds it. As far as our Lord was concerned, this journey included his descent to earth, his years of public ministry, his rejection, his suffering, and his death. In the parables, you see our Lord always reaching out. When the good shepherd finds the lost sheep, he laid it on his shoulders and took it to his home. He took the sheep home that turned to him, that acknowledged him. This suggests that the saved sheep enjoyed a place of safety, privilege, and intimacy. Not so with the unrepentant. Jesus Christ, the man of the field in the parable of the hidden treasure, the merchant in the parable of the great pearl, and the shepherd who goes after the one, picks the one up, lays him or her on his shoulders, is a beautiful, beautiful extension of God's love that is shown through none other, beloved, than Christ himself, who will go to great lengths to bring you safely home. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.